and we are here. And we're talking about a movie on the Dell this week, selected by Diego. It was my pick. Yay! Yay! It's exciting. I picked Oculus, a 2013 American psychological supernatural horror movie, who starring Karen Gillan and a whole other bunch of people that you don't know except for Katie Sackhoff. It's starring two people, Katie Sackhoff and Karen Gillan. And fun fact, I believe that they may be in like a scene together. Uh, if that, I think they're in a scene. Together. Yeah. Unless, unless they. Unless they're technically, according to us, in the same scene, but not according to filming. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a lot of that. There's editing. There's a lot of cool jobs. I mean, the cool thing is I think the editing in this film. Yeah, the editing's fantastic. That and, like, the, I think that the editing combined with the, shall we say, blurring of time. Yes. Um, but no, I picked this because uh, apparently it was a really popular horror movie that came out. Well, on my birthday, actually. <laughs> I never saw it or heard about it, and then it hit Netflix, and I watched it as I do. And I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. I must watch this 18 more times. You wanted to watch 10 of it now? 11? 12? I'm at 11 now. Okay. <laughs> and once 18 hits, then you're done. It's like, nope, I'm done? I don't know. This The same thing happened with the, the innkeepers, like where I like watched it, and something about it really clicked to me. So it was just on in the background constantly. <laughs> I figure I'll go get 20 before I'm just bored with it. I think the brother's going to be in um, the next Pirates of the Caribbean film. Okay. I'm kind of curious as to whether this will get a sequel. I kind of hope not. but I Where the film ends, it doesn't quite... It could. It could. I mean, it would just be another... Loop. Another, yeah, another group of people with the mirror. That would be cool. I mean, I, I still... I need to track down... The, the short film? The short film. Because it's based on a, a short film, and people saw it. I guess whoever was producing it saw it and wanted to wanted him to really, like, capitalize on the whole thing. So, the pilot of the movie... Or the plot of the movie. Yes. Not the, pilot. the plot of the movie is that you are... You are observing two different time periods, both both of which surround this family who has come into possession of a mirror that is an antique. It has a really nasty history and it messes with people's brains and the movie traces us back through the original occurrence with um, two parents, the dad who had just started a new job and they moved into a new house and obtained a mirror with their two kids. And then in the future, the two kids having made a promise to destroy said mirror. And we just keep on going back and forth between those two, and eventually they even start blurring together. And that's about the plot? Yeah. Sort of... it's, it's a fingernail sketch, but really for this movie, it's it's not really about the plot. The no. plot's simple. Most like most horror films. Sure. Either the plot's really simple, then you get a watchable movie, or the plot's absurdly convoluted. And you don't get to watch a movie. No. Um, but no, the, the, this, this, what makes this movie awesome in my mind is, is not the plot. The plot's fairly simplistic. It's very Lovecraftian. I love that. It is, but I think it's almost like too Lovecraftian in that it, it makes the same flaws he does where like, it'll oversay like, 
Because I think the movie works well when you're teetering on the is it supernatural or are the people just going insane, you know, over navel gazing. There's still a couple points where where you're not sure, even though it's quite blatantly obvious. Just because you are going to be saying this through one of the characters' eyes, mm-hmm. so like they could still just be cracking. Like uh, Karen Gillan plays uh, Caitlin, I think his name is. Uh yeah. Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee. Her name's Kaylee. She does it really well. Uh, the more I watch it, the more I hear her British accent creeping out. It's it's pretty there. It's she tries though. It's passable. It's as if maybe she spent the last semester in school there. But um. But no, like there there are a couple of scenes that really ring out to me in this movie. One of which is really at the beginning. When she's getting, like, she works at an auction house, and she's getting ready, she's managed to get the mirror into the auction house, and she's, you know, quote-unquote, getting it repaired, otherwise known as taking it to a house, documenting it with, you know, its supernaturality, and then destroying it. And so it's, they're in there, she's in the warehouse, and she looks in the mirror, and she sees, like, the statue heads, like, covered. In the background, in the background of the mirror, and she sees only two when she's not looking in the mirror, but she sees three when she's looking in the mirror, and they're moving when she looks in the mirror. And it was in a really interesting situation where she goes to like almost challenge the mirror and like starts ripping off the cloth heads, like the cloth over the heads. And I I, lo- I love that dynamic. I, I I've gone back to watch it a couple times just because it's it's an interesting scene where. Like, she gets startled right before she gets to, like, take the cloth off the head that was not supposed to be there. And then when she looks back, it's really not there. And so, even though there's it's quite blatantly supernatural, she still could be nutty and mad as a hatter. But I think, she, I think she is. I think she is. I think, I think that knowing the mirror is supernatural, it's not, just, it's not just them, you know, breaking themselves. I think that somewhat damages... What the film is going for. I disagree. Um, especially at the point where... Because there's a turning point in the movie where it goes from, well, you know, you could be wrong to you're absolutely not wrong. Yeah, that it becomes very blatant that people are you know, insane and the mirror is supernatural. Right. It's, it's driving that. Yes. But my... See, I, and I, I respect your opinion. I disagree with it. My problem with the movie is just it's... It's sense of hopelessness. Like, I don't understand why they don't understand that their situation is untenable. Like, as soon as they realize that the mirror is affecting their perceptions. So I think I'll give you a computer just beeped. It did? I didn't hear it. Yes, it did. It's, I don't see anything wrong. Okay. Um, as soon as, like, she realizes that, this is, that the mirror is affecting her perceptions is the moment that the mirror is won. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what safety mechanism she put in place, who knows if they're actually in place? It is literally controlling her point of view. And it just, it's just an untenable position. But I think she's at such a point where she's... Her insanity's obsession. Absolutely. Like, that is what it's done to her, is obsession on this thing. And when you're obsessed, you're not going to give up on that. No, no, I agree. And they're not horrible... Um, she has some good safety mechanisms. One of my favorite parts of the movie is just her on camera for the first time, like, rattling through the mirror's victims. 
But I mean, as soon as she's as soon as she starts like as soon as it starts making them do things, they're done. <laughs> they might as well just call it a night and assume that the mirror will you know wind with one of them or both of them being murdered. Given that they've seen this whole dance happen before, and they're actively seeing it happen again. Right. And it, it does leave you to consider whether they're going insane. There's like three options that I see. Mm-hmm. Either they're just completely going insane, and they're just seeing things that aren't there because a part of their insanity. The mirror is making them see these things. Or reality is a little bent around the mirror, and time really is blurring together. Or some cross of those three things. And I'm still not quite certain which one it is, having watched it 11 times. (laughs) I think about these things. And I'm still not sure which one it is, because, like, there's some really brilliant scenes where, like, they start exchanging the child actor for the adult actor, but only, like, halfway. Mm -hmm. So, like, one adult, one child, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if... I I could see reality bending. But see, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind like, that the mirror is causing some of these things. Well, I definitely feel like it's – it feels like the – shall we say the villains? Mm-hmm. Like the dad, the mom, the unnamed mirror chick. Um, that's That seems to me the mirror. Yeah. Like it's just making you see those the, things. But like the blurring together of their kids' selves and their adult selves, that I'm not so certain is the mirror. See, it's either, again, it's either them going insane or it's, I don't know. See, I don't, it definitely has an impact on physical reality. Mm-hmm. It eats plants, dogs, poor dog. Yeah. Still not exactly sure what happened to dogs. This seems very complex. How do these people, too, you know, yeah. you see towards the end? It reminds me a little bit of an American Horror Story's first season. It was called Murder House. And if you died in the house, you just became a ghost in the house. Kind of like the mirror kind of reminds me of that. If you, I guess, if you die through the actions of the mirror, from then on you're just kind of the mirror's bitch, and that seems to be what happens. It, yeah, but um, no, I I agree with you. I like the transitions. I like the um, uh, the effects. I really like the effects. Um, and they play really good mind games with you. Um. The scene comes to mind where she's not she, like she thinks she's eating an apple and then she's eating a light bulb. That was just fucking disturbing. Yeah, I don't like blood. Blood. No, I'm sure that that scene was not that, very. That and the fingernail one, I had to turn my head away. Oh, the fingernail was horrible. The worst part was where they go get the neighbor and like the neighbors at the door and the dad's talking to him, but when you pan out to see the back of the dad. You see- it says, like, bloody freaking nubs. Yeah. That was disturbing. I won't stress on it, because, you know. I doesn't matter. I, not not physically seeing it at the time is fine. Mm-hmm. But no, it's... And it's interesting. I think they, the kid actors were brilliant. They were okay, yeah. I think they communicated a really... They did well at communicating hopelessness and fear. I thought the acting was really good in this. He was a was passable. I don't know. Karen, I don't think Karen Gill is that good of an actor. Really? I thought she was gangbusters in this. Yeah. I think she did really well. She was playing Amy Pond, and that's kind of just the same I, role. Well, as I don't far as I'm aware, Amy Pond is uh, not insane, for one. But she's still playing the same, like, same type of character, though, with that insanity, you know. She has similar traits. I'll give you that. 
But I don't know that it was the same character. Like, it didn't feel like a range outside of Doctor Who. How do you feel she did in um, Guardians? So, yeah. She was definitely not Amy Pond. No, but again, again, it's still like evil Amy Pond almost. No. Yeah. No, I disagree completely. Okay, fine. I think maybe you just don't like Karen Gillan, which is fine. Okay. I mean, she's okay, but doesn't <laughs> do anything special. But no, Nebula is not. She did not play Nebula as evil Amy Pond. She kind of did. She kind of played that same like aggressive character. So she can never play an aggressive character. But it's like the same feeling of style, though. It didn't feel different than what I've seen her do. Not to me at all. No, I, I definitely disagree with you there. <laughs> I'm not saying she did great as Nebula because I, I personally don't think she did that great. But I don't think it was anything like anything else. It was she's weaker done. than anything else she'd done. I've seen her in, in three this, things. But Doctor Who was how many seasons of that she was in? That's a two and a half. Yeah, two and a half or three seasons. It's a pretty long time. It's a pretty developed, you know, pretty long development of a character. I know she's been in other things that I just haven't seen. Probably British things. Probably. But in any case, we can agree to disagree on the acting. I think all across the board, the acting was pretty solid. Even the brother, who I think you just meant not to really. The brother, I feel like just. Definitely, like, stole from, like, the Disney Channel, like, earlier that morning. Like, they drove by the Disney Channel, grabbed her, grabbed the brother. But he was an interesting, like, he was a very obvious tool. Like, he was just there to be everyone's doubting of the the supernatural. Mm -hmm. So, in that way, you know, you had an ally in the movie. I don't think he argued. You always have an ally. I don't think he argued as well as... But you always have an ally in these films. Yeah, but he was really blatantly, like, there was no subtlety about his character. Exactly. That's... And that is a weakness, but not a horrible one, because I think they were, they were just the opposite sides. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he wrote them to be... No, they were meant the to be the you know, very quick foils and then sort of end up at the same point by about halfway through the film. Except that I think that, like... It's in weird ways, like, so the scene happens where it's quite obvious that, like, there is no denying that the mirror is supernatural. And she doesn't really get any crazier. She just, her all her craziness is validated. And he just pops off. He's just gone. Well, because it's Cause broken every the last ten, ten years. years. Like, yeah, this has broken everything he's worked for the past like, ten or eleven years. Sure. Um, let's see. The, we talked about the acting. I talked about the editing. Um, I thought Katie Sackhoff was good in this. I thought she was... It felt weaker to me. Oh. I didn't think she was bad, but, like, she, to me, she was one of the weaker characters in the whole piece. Weaker character, I think she did a good job of sort of being a very minor... A, her acting part was definitely a minor role. Yeah. No, I don't think she did a horrible job per se. I just don't think she, she... I feel that the movie was full of people who did a really good job. She does not sing out as extra special in the role. Yeah. Uh, so, was there anything you really liked about the movie? Yeah. I could take it or leave it. Well, it's definitely not your... Uh, no, it's a horror film. I mean, that's essentially the, uh, the dustbin. Mm-hmm. Was there anything redeeming about the movie? Eh, I don't know. 
I really don't have a lot of reference point to give a film like this when it comes to you know discussing merits of a horror thriller film like this. Well, you know, while we definitely don't focus on them, I've certainly I, branched you more into I, the field I than previous. I didn't feel super engaged by it, honestly. I'm just. Uh, it's obvious you don't like it. I'm just saying, do you feel I there are any I didn't dislike it. I also didn't like it. It kind of sounds like you disliked it. Yeah, it was all, I, I watched it. I didn't leave in disgust. No, but you wouldn't. No, but I didn't have the desire to leave in disgust. All right, I guess we'll drop it then, since you're not really giving it any kind of... It's an okay film. That didn't have anything for me to sink my teeth into either visually really I'm not like like horror gore visuals don't really do much for me. Hmm. Except blood. Yeah, but a lot of films can do blood now. I think though that there's a difference between blood fests and But I think we've gotten good controlled scenes. But see I think that the, even the controlled scenes have they people this is sort of a, you know, a way of doing those. Like, I feel like usually when you saw blood in this movie, it was very controlled and it was very, like... It was very detailed. It was a, it was a surgical... Yes. Like, they got the blood splatter, weirdly, right? This is a weird thing I noticed when I was watching it, that when they jumped back in time, the blood splatter on young girl was the exact same spots as where it was on... Interesting. I never noticed. On Kieran Gillen. Oh, I'll pay attention to that on the that twelfth round. This is this is what I notice is how the blood patterns are. No, I mean there's. But a, there's an attention to detail to it. No, definitely. Um, if you pay attention to when the first the mirror first enters the house, um, the person who plays Karen Gillan as a child, like runs in front of the mirror and uh, to shoot her brother. No reflection. Like it's reflecting other things, mm-hmm. not her. It's just weird things like yeah. that really impressed me. Like, it's... If you like these kind of films, I imagine this is a good one. I just don't have a good, like, lexicon to work with. Like, I don't have a good library of, like, data points. Welcome to my world. You're not discouraging me from doing this again. I know. <laughs> because this is how I feel every time we do something. <laughs> Know this. <laughs> Clearly, in your off time, you're watching more things on those other data lines. Vice versa. If I knew where, like, a high point was... There's plenty of lists. But in any case, what's next on the delve? The next is a Vinny pick, of all things. Our second. Yes, and we are going with... A film that I actually have not seen, but I've intended to see for quite a long time, Millennium Actress. Never heard of that. I know. Any film I pick, you wouldn't hear of. That's bullshit. Stop discounting me. Just because I haven't heard of this one. The Raid, which you've only heard of because I talk about it, like, once a week. Hmm. But, you know, most films are sort of on my, like... Do not underestimate me. (laughs) They'd all be foreign films. So? I read things. I'm on the internet. <laughs> Just because I'm letting you watch Oculus. Don't be too hostile to me. Oh, I'm not being, this is, I'm not being too hostile. I'm being normal hostile. <laughs> Alright, so we're watching Millennium Actress? 
Yes. And what can you give a brief like like uh it is the second of four films by Satoshi Kon, best known for uh things we reviewed including my actress. All right, they the Perfect Blue okay. and uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Is it animated? Yes. Okay. He only did four animated films. He only did four films, all animated. Okay. And this is sort of the one that there's been no good way to wedge into a theme. So I'm doing it here. Sure. That's your pick. You're allowed. Yes, I am. Uh, two out of my three picks. I, you know, I knew it would make you uncomfortable, but I did it anyway. So. I, this is less uncomfortable than Eulogy. And <laughs> I thought more engaging than Gross Point Blank. Well, you're a funny little man. Because I, I don't, I, we, if there's one thing we absolutely don't agree on, it is comedy. True. That is, I think, the point where we diverge most of all. True. I think, I don't even, I can't even, like, I'm trying to process what you view as comedy, and the only thing that's coming up is something like Madball. Yeah, it's in there. Instead of more absurdist, weird things. Yeah, but that's all. Like, it just seems like your your comedy is absurdist. Yeah, like it's you don't the, have, you don't recognize any other form of comedy. It's the only thing that I find funny. It's like I tried to watch the Bob's Burger episode mm-hmm. that you recommended, and I made it about I don't know ten minutes, and I found I'm just like no. Oh, I, I'm laughing my ass off that entire episode. No, it's just awkward and weird. I imagine me watching that is a lot like how you felt during the eulogy, just uncomfortable and disengaged. 